0: A history of the Creek Indians in Alabama, as told by Don East, D-O-N, Don East, E-A-S-T, Alexander City, Alabama. Don East is part Creek or Muscogee Indian, a resident of Clay County, Alabama. His story is about the Hillabee faction of the Creek Indians. H-I-L-L-A-B-E-E. Hillaby faction of the Creek Indians. He chose that subject because very few people are aware of the creek villages referred to as the hillabies and there's very little in print on them. Quote Two years ago I wrote a book on the subject well, to start with, the Creek Indians or the Muskogees, if you will, basically formed in the Alabama area probably in the early 1600s. There is argument about whether they came from Mexico, pushed out by the Spanish conquistadors, or Whether they formed from the Moundville societies, M O U N D, excuse me, M O U N D V I L L E, Moundville societies, but nevertheless they became known by travelers through the area, and first written about in the early 1700s. De Soto and his travelers in 1539 did not mention the Creeks or the Muskogees, so they either were not here or were not formed by that name at that time. In any case, they brought with them two things that the other tribes in the area did not have. They brought with them a large-scale agricultural mindset and also a trading mindset. They traded mostly deer skins and nut oil made from acorns and hickory nuts to the European entities and American entities in this area. So, it formed a lot of trading posts in the area. This area was hotly contested by the French, Spanish, British, and Americans and the Americans had their eyes on a movement westward from Georgia, the colony of Georgia, or the state of Georgia to the west. So Somehow they needed to get rid of the French, the Spanish, British, and the Creek Indians and other tribes in this area. So that all happened in the early 1800s. They got rid of the Spanish by the Treaty of Madrid of 1796 got rid of the French by the purchase of Louisiana Purchase in 1803 and of course they got rid of the British with the War of 1812. In the War of 1812 the Creek Nation half sided with the British and fought their war down in the south here to take some of the pressure off of the British fighting mostly on the eastern seaboard of Canada. The other half of the creeks went along with the Americans and in fact fought with the Americans. The troops that fought here were mostly local troops cause America, America's troops that were in the regular army were busy fighting the British in the eastern seaboard Canada. It was mostly volunteers. Andrew Jackson were the Tennessee volunteers. Floyd were the Georgia volunteers. Claiborne were the Mississippi volunteers. And hundreds and hundreds of friendly allied Indians in the Cherokee Choctaw and White Stick Creek Group. In any case, when the war was over, it only lasted five or six months and it started in November the 3rd of 1813. It ended at Horseshoe Bend on the twenty seventh of March in eighteen fourteen. The Creeks only won two battles during those seventeen conflicts and mainly cause they had owned. 25% of them had guns. They had to f- fight with clubs, bows, and arrows, and spears, etc. Whereas the American troops were well armed and had two cannons as well. Of course, they armed the friendly allied Indians that fought with them. So it wasn't that much of a contest, but nevertheless, the battle at Horseshoe Bend was the final battle, and it was the largest number of deaths of American Indians. In any battle, in the United States that ever occurred. When the war was over, Andrew Jackson himself pursued the treaty at Fort Jackson down by Watamka, the old Fort Toulouse, and he took 22 million acres from the creeks which is largely what would be Alabama and gave the creeks only 5.2 million acres in what is now east central Alabama to move to and reside in They supposedly could remain there forever. Well, that moved a lot of the creeks, and when they moved into this new area, the sort of the center of it was around the area of Clay County today in Tallapoosa County today. The central village in that region was a village called Hillaby which in the Greek language means quick or raped referring to the stream that ran through the area and there were also four satellite villages that went with the mother town there was Landushi Apala which is where Millerville is today. There was Ecosais Ligua, which is just north. There's Octasasi, which is near Alexander City in Tallapoosa County where the waterworks is today. And there was one other village near the current town, settlement of Bluff Springs. Those were the satellite villages. The latter one was named knitted Chapka, Anita Chapko, the reason the Hillaby town was important was because it was the center of this new creek confederacy of 5.2 million acres and several roads crossed there making it strategic. Also, another thing that made it important was there was a Scott settler named Robert Grierson who was married to a Shawnee Indian woman. He had cattle, row crops, and raised cotton. Matter of fact, he got this—the first cotton gin exported by Eli Whitney—only two years after he invented it. He used the women, the women from the villages, from the villages nearby the creek villages of the area to help on the farm and to do the nut oil production, etc. So Hillaby was a very important strategic area. Well of course the creeks didn't fare very well after the Creek Indian War of 1813 and 14 because they were all moved into such a small area. All their hunting grounds were gone, which killed the deer skin trade. Things were not going well at all. Plus, against the rules of the Treaty of Fort Jackson, the whites were illegally moving into the area, mainly from Georgia and further causing problems and then gold was discovered in 1830 and 1832 and that caused more problems when all these settlers rushed in to look for gold and so there was a barrage d-e-r-a-g-e going on left and right. There was a group of people largely from Georgia that were basically stealing the creek lands by making illegal deeds, etc. So things weren't going good. As a matter of fact, the federal government in by now, the state of Alabama, which was formed in 1819, asked for help and they sent a person by the name of Francis Scott Key, who you all recognize that name, down to be the mediator. Well, even so, they were unsuccessful. And the next thing that happened in 1836, there was a Creek War, the second Creek War. It doesn't last but a couple of months. It wasn't much to it, but at the end of that war, now President Andrew Jackson, who became President in 1828, our seventh president, not being an Indian lover, one of his first legislative actions was to removal action, removal treaty. He got it through a narrow vote to Congress, and he moved the Indians east of the Mississippi River, which included the Creeks and all the other tribes here in the Southeast, to Oklahoma in 1835, 36, and 37. And 38 and along in that area of course you heard of the Trail of Tears which specifically refers to the Cherokee removals but it also in general refers to the Creek and other Indian removals of the Southeast So they were moved to Oklahoma and they carried their place names with them. For example, all the Creek Indian place names that you find around this region here, you also will today find in Oklahoma. As a matter of fact, in Alabama there are about two hundred and thirty one place names that are of American Indian origin and out of those one hundred and seventeen of those are the Creek language. Of course all of the Indians in the southeast and here in Alabama did not speak the same language. There was, there were four basic language groups spoken here and many different branches of each of those groups. So, Creek or Muskogee language was just one of the languages. So, that's my story then of the Hillabies and the story of the Creek Indians in their latter stages of their existence. Thank you. colonization, creek towns were symbolically grouped into white and red categories set apart for peace ceremonials and war ceremonials respectively. Each town had a plaza or community square around which were grouped, the houses, rectangular structures with four vertical walls of poles plastered over with mud to form wattle. The roofs were pitched and covered with either bark or thatch, with smoke, holes, left open at the gables. If the town had a temple, it was a thatched dome-shaped edifice set up on an eight-foot mound into which stairs were cut to the temple door. The plaza was the gathering point for such important religions correction important religious observances as the busk, BUSK or green corn ceremony and annual first fruits and new fire right. A distinctive feature of this Midsummer Festival was that every wrongdoing, grievance, or crime short of murder was forgiven. The Creek's first contact with Europeans occurred in 15. 38 when Hernando de Soto invaded their territory subsequently the creeks allied themselves with the english colonists in a succession of wars beginning about 1703 against the Apalachee and the Spanish during the 18th century a Creek confederacy was organized in an attempt to present a united front against both native and white enemies it comprised not only the dominant Creeks but also speakers of other Muscogean languages Hichiti, Alabama, Kwasati, and of non Muscogean languages. Yuchi, some Natchez and Shawnee. The Seminole of Florida and Oklahoma are a branch of the Creek confederacy of the 18th and early 19th centuries. Ultimately, the confederacy did not succeed in part because the creek towns about 50 with a total population of perhaps 20,000 were not Able to coordinate the contribution of warriors to a common battle. In 1813 through 1814, when the Creek War with the United States took place, some towns fought with the white colonizers and some the red sticks against them. Upon defeat, the creeks ceded 23 million acres of land, half of Alabama and part of southern Georgia. i Refer you to the the uh, preponderance of the evidence in the historical documents. They were robbed of their lands, and that's the uh, the oppressors' language. They say saying that they ceded twenty three million acres. They lost, by the stroke of a pen, to President Andrew Jackson, their land, half of Alabama and part of southern Georgia. They were forcibly removed to Indian Territory, now Oklahoma. In the 1830s. There, with the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Choctaw, and Seminole, they constituted one of the five civilized tribes. For three quarters of a century, each tribe had a land allotment. And a quasi autonomous government modeled on that of the United States. In preparation for Oklahoma statehood 1907, some of this land was allotted to individual Indians. The rest was made available to white homesteaders held in trust by the federal government or allotted to freed slaves. Tribal governments were effectively dissolved in 1906 but have continued to exist on a limited basis. Creek descendants numbered more than 76,000 in the early 21st century. That number is certainly inaccurate. There are so many more that ever made it to Oklahoma. They dispersed themselves in other ways in other states and with other ethnic groups.